from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Yo, it's Roz and Mocha. No way. Yeah, what's going on? Not much. Just chilling at home. Okay, what's your name? Jason. Take us off speakerphone. Um, actually, uh, one second. <sighs> Come on, man. Sorry, I had my headphones on listening to the radio. Jason, so you texted and you said you want to uh, introduce the news today. Yeah. You obviously, have you been practicing or you know what to do? Oh, yeah. Oh, for right. sure. Okay. Anytime you're ready. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh, yeah. Hold on a second. Is that a, is no, that, no, wait, pause. Yeah. Oh, my okay, God, dude, Jason. Is, is that a bird in the background? What? Yeah, I'm, I had to stand outside because people are sleeping inside. Oh, they okay. Wake them up. Okay, okay. Oh, so well, let's who's wake up. So, uh, my girlfriend. Okay. Oh, okay. And uh, the kid. Okay, okay. so well, okay. let's wake up. Let's wake up the neighborhood instead. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. No problem. Okay. So uh, any any anytime you're ready. Anytime you're ready. Hey Mocha, you ready? Mm, bro. Come it's, on, man. It's two questions. I'm pretty sure you always started. Hey Mocha, are you ready? And then he said, Yeah. No, it's okay. hey Mocha, and then I answer, and then you say you oh, ready, God. and then hey, I. Mocha. Oh my yeah, okay, God. Okay. Okay. Hey, my Jason. bad. My okay. bad. Okay. My okay. bad. Okay. Okay. Hey J- Mocha. Jason. <laughs> Hold on. Stop. Okay, we're gonna count you in, man. Okay. Oh, you said get right. Oh my God. Uh, okay. Hold on. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Anytime. Hey Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh huh. Let's do the news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was kind of mid, man. bro. Maury's giving you the thumbs down, bro. Yeah. Was, what? Yeah. What was it? Neighborhood. Okay, no, hold on, man. Put no. some. What put was, some umph into it. Yeah, I, I, let's I, do the news. It needs felt, to be louder. It felt short to me. <laughs> hey, what does that mean? You want it? You want it longer? Yeah, man. Give me the long <laughs> All right. one. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh huh. Let's do the news. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See, longer is better. <laughs> Love you, Jason. Take care. Right, have a good one. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Um, uh, Wall Street Journal today reports that uh, a major move by American automakers to eliminate AM radios from vehicles. What? Despite uh, protests from AM station owners, listeners, first responders, politicians, sporting team, like all the major sporting leagues. Um, BMW, Volkswagen, Mazda, and Tesla say that they are removing AM radios from their new electric vehicles because electric engines can interfere with the sound of AM stations. And Ford in the U.S. is taking it one step further and eliminating AM from all of its vehicles, whether they are electric or gas. So... Question. Yes. Because I know a lot of car radios have the HD channel. Right. Which one frequency can hold like three, I think, HD channels. Right. Right. And a lot of those HD channels, you can pump in an AM signal. Yes. So could the AM signal still exist 
be pushed out there and the manufacturers just have that option for HD radio on those I don't know. On those car stereos. So you I could don't still know. if I wanted to listen to a hockey game, let's say. Yeah. Right? I, I don't know. But uh that's big though. Crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, especially for like baseball games and stuff like that. Like, yeah. is there anything more classic than like listening to a baseball game on the radio? Yeah. Right? I guess in America they have it on FM too, though. But uh, but yeah, sports talk, news, like yeah. all that stuff. It's like on a all Sunday that, afternoon if I'm stuff. outside, right? Yes. And the Jays are playing. Yes, I've done that. Put on Sportsnet? Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Um, uh, there's a YouTuber named Trevor Jacob who could face 20 years in prison for intentionally crashing his plane for views. Hold on, what? So he had a tiny little plane, and uh -huh. he was he was up in it, and then the whole thing was rigged with cameras and everything. And then yeah. in the air, you see the engine stop, and then and then he the door opens and he just jumps out. Hold on, is he flying the plane or somebody else? He's else's? flying the plane. It's a tiny little like one seater, right? And so nobody He's, else is there. Nobody the else is there. He's flying the plane, yeah. and then the engine stops, and the whole outside of the plane is rigged with cameras, so you can see everything going on. Mm -hmm. And then he jumps out and parachutes. So here's a little bit of him. It's chaos because he's literally jumping out of an airplane. And out he goes. And now he's parachuting to the ground. And the plane's right? just gone. And, and then so, but, but, but so you see the plane because the plane is still rigged with cameras. Yeah. Right? Oh my and then he's in the middle of nowhere. Oh my God. And so, so eventually he makes it out, uh -huh. right? And, but like, here's a little bit of his journey getting out of wherever the hell he was. I guess I should. Probably document what's going on. Uh-huh. I cut my finger pretty bad. Got my elbow. I'm just so happy to be alive. I'm just kind of taking in what just happened. Well, where the hell am I going to land a freaking plane? I'm going to die. That's why I always freaking fly with a parachute. No phone service. I'm climbing literally through the gnarliest freaking bushes. I got so much Wait, poison oak. So... He posted this in December 2021, implying that it was an accident. Right now, the video is over like 4 million views. Uh -huh. In a plea agreement, he said that he filmed the video as part of a product sponsorship deal that he did. And now, okay, well, I don't know whether it was the parachute company or whoever it was. So he reported the crash to the National Transportation Safety Board, right? Who said that he was responsible for preserving the wreckage. But what happened was he got out of wherever he was and then he took a helicopter and went back to the crash site, recovered all the cameras and the wreckage and destroyed everything. So anytime, what? yes, anytime that there is a plane crash, the NTSB has to be involved and they have to investigate yeah. and everything else to figure out what went wrong, right? So this guy destroyed all the evidence, took the cameras, and then went back and cut a YouTube video. And then people so, started being like, this seems really staged right now. And then they were like, but who the hell would crash their own plane? And then he admitted it. So the area that he crashed a plane, yes, it was like a remote, like Forest. nobody, nobody yeah, around, nobody around. 
Nobody so no ran. chance that anyone else would have seen. Uh, no, 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 Damn. no. But it's crazy. So 20 years, they took his pilot's license away, by the way, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it back next week. Uh, the Tony Awards. Oh, man. They will not be televised this year because the Hollywood writers strike. So um, it's still going to happen, but oh, they're not just going to pause. No, no, they're still they're still doing it. So I guess that the the they they sent a request asking for a waiver that would prevent um, striking writers from picketing the ceremony. While producers um, were like, "Listen, if you guys are out there picketing, we're not going to get any big name talent to show up to our show." Uh, however, the uh, request was rejected, so the show will no longer be televised. And I imagine that no big stars will actually be there. In the first place. So there you go. Suborbital flights. These are like the ones Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic um, offers. A seat on one of those costs around $350,000, right? But UK regulators have predicted that they will soon be less expensive, like way less expensive, eventually becoming intercontinental travel options accessible to anyone in which travelers would be shot up into space for a very short period of time before descending to their final destination destination much quicker than via airplane. So this was published in the journal Aerospace and Medicine and Human Performance. They said commercial suborbital space flights mm-hmm. are now available for tourism and scientific research and are ultimately anticipated to mature into extremely fast point-to-point travel exa- example um, London to Sydney in less than two hours. Right now, what? that trip is 22 hours. Hold on. So you mean to tell me I want to go to an all-inclusive in Cancun. Yes. But prior to that, I can go into space first. Yes. Quick little detour. Yes. Straight up. Straight up. And then straight down to that beach. Yes. For how much, though? Well, I mean, when, like, I mean. Like a couple thousand? I think that eventually, because they're saying 10 years, right? Okay. Which isn't that far off. Um, I, I imagine it would be far more expensive than any sort of first-class ticket. I think that if you're doing London to Sydney in two hours rather than 22, mm-hmm. you'll probably be looking at like a what? Like a $20,000 ticket? 20000 I don't got to go that bad. <laughs> Excuse you me. You don't even get on-flight food if it's that short. No, no. But you look at the look at the time you save, right? For 20 racks? Mm-mm. I'd like a meal. I'm just guessing on 20 racks. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe like, like five, five, like five. What is a normal? Let's let's say because I mean realistically, what? Sham, you too expensive? What five racks to get there early? Hold on, bro. No. You going to space though? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Quick detour to space. Hold on, hold on. Sham, you are going to space to do what? To do what? To say to that I was around. there? Yes. Nah. Post on the gram that I was there. Yes, selfie. But by then nobody cares. By then nobody will care. Mars in the background. Okay, hold on now. Okay, look at that, guys. You see that bright thing over there? That's the sun. <laughs> okay, so they don't even have Wi-Fi. Okay, in space so yet. Um, of course they do. <laughs> it's where all the satellites are. Uh, okay, so right now I'm just on Air Canada's website here. Uh, so right now, um, uh, Toronto, let's say to Sydney, twenty four hundred dollars. What's a what's a first class ticket? Hold on here. Of course, first class over. No, 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 because you got to know that if you're if you're if you're on a plane that's taking you to space, yeah, that's a first class ticket, right? Like it can't be anything other than a first class. Why can't I go to space and coach? What's that? Why can't I go to space and coach? Because there will be no coach. Can the I whole a- thing is going to be. Question. Yes. Can I get a discount okay. if I don't want a seat and I just want to stand? Okay. Is there standing room to only? Space. 
face. Yeah. You want to stand <laughs> like yes. it's a bus. Yes. No. With a handrail. No. Strap to what? The pole? Yes. <laughs> Strap me to the pole. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Bro. Okay. I would like for you to just take one thing seriously, okay? I am. Hold on. Let's find. If you're giving me the option to go to space. Yes. And then continue with my all-inclusive vacation to Cancun. Yes. I'd stand. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to look right now to find out how much a first-class ticket from Toronto to Sydney is. Now I'm curious. Go to Expedia. How much do you think it is, Mocha? Oh, my God. Okay. Just tell me then. I don't even know what airline this is. What airline is this? Some I don't even know that. Oh, British Airways. So from if you're leaving from Toronto, because if you're in this country, you're probably going to have to either fly through Vancouver or Toronto. Minimum, I found, minimum $9,000 return. Then it goes up to British Airways, $20,000. To go to where? $25,000 to Australia in first class. Nah. You don't think so? Mm -mm. No? I'll just watch a YouTube video. (laughs) (laughs) Of what, Australia? Yeah. (laughs) Like some travel vloggers? Yeah. Right? You're going to get your fix that way? Come with me to Australia. Man, Australia's expensive. Jesus. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Most popular baby names. Let's do this. So, and this is the official list because all these baby web websites and all that stuff, they always throw out their list of the most popular baby names every year. But this is the official list. This is from uh, the Social Security Administration. So these are the people that know when babies have been registered, hmm. right? Like birth certificates, everything else. We're still sticking with uh, names from the royal family, I assume? Uh, uh, very little has changed from last year. So on the uh, girls' side... Um, Olivia was number one again, mm-hmm. followed by Emma, Charlotte, Amelia, Sophia, Isabella, Ava, Mia, Evelyn, oh, uh-huh, Evelyn, and Luna was the only new name oh, on the list, Luna, but also Luna was the top name for female dogs last year as well. Cute. <laughs> um, so for the boys, Liam... Noah, Oliver, James, Elijah, William, Henry, Lucas, Benjamin, and Theodore. Very nice. So nothing unusual. any of those the top boy names for dogs? No, no, no. (laughs) I don't know what the top boy name for a dog is. Those are very normal names though, huh? Yeah. Like very normal. Like nobody, like you don't get any of the Game of Thrones names. I like the other list better. The girls list? No, like like when it's the crazy websites. Oh, when like somebody will name them uh, A B C D E, and then yeah. how do you pronounce that? Absidy. <laughs> yes, absidy. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, what is believed to be one of the world's oldest lions was killed over the weekend. What? So uh, his name was uh, Lunkido, and he was born in 2004, so he was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, lived in an ecosystem area in Kenya that protects hundreds of species of wildlife. It's like 1.3 million acres of land kind of thing. And I guess there's a drought happening, which makes it very difficult for predators to find food. Mm-hmm. And because he's so old and frail, like when you look at pictures of this lion, like he looks like Scar from The Lion King. Yeah. Like he has seen some stuff, this guy. 
And so they go looking for food elsewhere. And so they were wandering into the communities and Lunquito went into a pin or a pen where the community, like the farmers and stuff, had their own livestock. And he oh. went in and started feeding on that. And then they came out and they had to kill him. They say it was really tough for, them, obviously, the lion. Yeah, yeah. But also the villagers. And they said that uh, Lunquito was a symbol of resilience and coexistence. We at Lion Guardians feel privileged to have borne witness to his life and his legacy. So uh, normally they say lions uh, in those situations live to about 13. He was 19. Wow, incredible. Yeah, but if you look at a picture of this guy, like, if you see it today, like, it looks like... And I, I, battle? Yeah. Oh my God. Like, this this guy was like, he's seen some stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, R.I.P. Lunquito. Uh, oh, let's go to this Britney Spears documentary. So uh, TMZ has put together a Britney Spears sort of television uh, documentary based only on what has been going on in Britney's life post-freedom from the conservatorship. Mm. So here it is. Britney Spears has had a year and a half of freedom since the conservatorship ended. There are big problems. I'm mortified. From marriage to Sam in deep trouble. Brittany got physical with Sam. People closest to her feared for her safety. An alarming recommendation. Keep knives away from her. As for her career, there's hope. This woman is probably still in the top five people. TMZ investigates Britney Spears, The Price of Freedom, Monday at 9 on Fox. So, well, very a, salacious, right? Yeah. It's a, so, it's a TMZ show. It's a, it's a TMZ special on Fox. They have a gotcha. partnership that they do. Okay. Um, so, it's very salacious talking about how they had to keep knives away from her and that she's warring with her husband and all of this stuff. So, uh, in a rare move, because Sam, her husband, Sam Asghari, rarely sort of steps into the spotlight himself to comment on things, but he took to Instagram yesterday to say this. The last thing I want to do is is speak on my wife's behalf. I would never do that. I respect her privacy. That's why I don't talk as much. And I found it absolutely disgusting for the people that were in her life at the time. When she didn't have a voice, they went and told her story like it was theirs. It was absolutely disgusting. And how are you going to take the most influential person of our generation, the princess of pop, America's sweetheart, and put her in prison where her father tells her what to do, what water to drink, who to see, and use her as a money-making machine. And then all of a sudden, after 15 years, when she's free after all those gaslighting and after all those those things that went down, now you're going to put her under a microscope and tell her story? No, that's also disgusting. So don't do that. And don't believe what you read online. 99% of the time, those are all clickbaits. And that, that time is over. Not going to allow that. And that, that should stop. Damn. Wow. I'll watch, though. I think everyone's going to watch. My TVR is set. <laughs> there's one guy, and man, I shouldn't even laugh at this, but there's one guy on TikTok. He's like this British guy. And he, t- he takes all of Britney's dancing videos. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, but he makes it seem like it's, it's, that's his wife and she's just like super hammered and stuff. Have you seen these videos? No. Or he'll take like a Britney dancing video and then it cuts to him opening the door and he's like, God, you, you like brunch just finished. He's like, get inside. The neighbors can see you. Like, oh my God, it's hysterical. Like, it's really funny. I shouldn't laugh at it because it's not, but it's just Britney dancing. And so I guess you can goof on just Britney dancing. Oh, did you watch uh, Succession last night, anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Too much talking. A lot of dialogue last oh, night. No but spoilers, they just please. talk about the same thing over and over and over and but over. But why is it all of a sudden all about an election? It always I was. No spoilers. It always was. I haven't but the watched the season yet. Was that? It always was all about the election. But why do I care about this election? Because it matters to the company. Last night was the first night I despised a character on Succession. Oh, who did you despise? Roman. Roman. He was awful last yeah, night. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, yeah, he was. No, but the That's sister, okay. though, she did everyone dirty. Yeah, she guys. did. But they all do everyone dirty. Do you guys dirty. understand could, the rules could, of could, no spoilers? We, we, we could be. It aired last night. Also, there's no spoil. We could be talking about episode two. and it Which was I still haven't watched because I'm not caught up on season. one. Yeah, which would, I don't remember. Which we would still, the conversation would sound the exact same. They're all deplorable. Uh, I, I've never watched the show before where I hate every single character. But. but also every single character hates each other. Are there any friends on that show? Maybe Tom, maybe Tom and Greg mm. for brief moments. Yeah. Brief <sighs> moments. There's a rift? Spoilers, guys. Yeah, but Greg had all the power, huh? Wasn't that weird? Cousin Greg, <sighs> right? Love that show, man. Bro, yeah. too much alert. talking. Too much talking. They just talk Can I say about one the more same thing? thing over and over and over again. Yeah. If you're gonna like pretend to make a phone call, at least try to pretend to make a phone call. Why? What are you, are you just picking up bad acting now, Maury? Yeah. What well, do you mean? Yeah. Like what? What? What happened? No, like not bad acting, but like she, as the character, mm -hmm. didn't do a good job faking the call. Oh, yes, yes, there yes, yes. There was a phone call? Spoilers, guys. There was a phone call. But yeah, just talking about the same thing when, over How many over episodes in? Over are there other, there's two more left. Almost done? Oh, wow. Two that, that last one's supposed to be 90 minutes of just Ooh. talking over and over and over again. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, I sound terrible today still. Sorry about that, okay. everybody. Yeah, I'm fine. Just a stupid cold. Uh, the Maple an Leafs. Apple? Uh, an apple? I got an, I'm Why do I, I want an apple? Half a Kinder oh, Bueno? I don't, I don't want a half a Kinder Bueno. Shan, what do you got, by the way? <laughs> I just want to see my options. You want to pray? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait, I got half an apple, a Kinder Bueno, and the Lord. Right? <laughs> One, of those, <laughs> One of those has to work. One of those has to work. Thank you all, though. Uh, the Maple Leafs cleared out their uh, lockers and stuff like that yesterday after mm -hmm. the disastrous round two against the Florida Panthers. Uh, big decisions coming for the Leafs, whether Kyle Dubas is even going to be back. We'll hear from here in a second. Uh, Mitch Marner, who really didn't show up in that uh, that second round, was uh, talking to press late in the afternoon. We'll see what happens. But I think, like I've said, um, I've been very fortunate to play for this team and I want to continue to play for this team and hope I get to play for this team. So, um, it's all I've ever dreamed of as a kid, and to be able to do it now, it's, um, it's pretty surreal. So hopefully I, I get to continue that honor on and um, be with this squad. Man, I was listening to sports radio yesterday, like, all over the place, and people are just so, like, going, like, you guys need accountability. You need to be accountable. It's like, oh, my, bro, the season's over. Okay, mm -hmm. they didn't win. Like, most players don't win, right? Like, I get it. Like, I get you're frustrated. Mm -hmm. And I get that it's your favorite team and it's the same story. I get all that. 
but just the absolute over-the-top viciousness from people also, is God. so hysterical to me. It's sports. It, yeah, it is. But how and I get it's big business. I understand all of sure. that stuff. And I understand like like the, the criticisms for Mitch Marner, because if you watch Mitch Marner in the last game of the regular season, right, when he was trying so desperately to get an assist to get to 100 points so he could have a 100-point season, mm. he was on fire trying to get a personal record. He didn't look like that guy at any point in the playoffs when it was about the team. That's like a, yeah. that is a valid criticism. I think the valid. biggest criticism is that your stars on the team yes. weren't showing up. Right. Uh, they, the, they should. Big question is you got to lock down uh, Austin Matthews um, before uh, July 1st. Otherwise, he goes into no movement, no trade, no everything clause, and then he could just walk away at the end of it on his last year, and you get nothing for him. So does Austin Matthews want to stay in Toronto? You know, my intention is to, to be here. I I think I've uh, you know reciprocated that uh, before, how much I enjoy playing here and, and what it means to me and um, the organization, uh, my teammates, and, and how much uh, you know I just enjoy being here. So mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I really do enjoy playing here, and it's, it's a true honor. And... Um, you know the work that you know we're putting into obviously continue to to strive for that, that end result is uh, you know extremely motivating. I think the uh, the headline was it the Sun yesterday said uh, Demarner, meaning they should uh, do with Marner what they did with DeRozan. Oh, and trade and just uh, for a stud, trade him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a great contract. idea, guys. Yeah. Why don't we get Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Got them big hands, right? right? Yeah, I agree. Throw a set of skates on him. There is the hockey equivalent of a Kawhi Leonard out there. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. No, no, they, get the they, Kawhi oh, Leonard. Oh, you want Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, he helped the Raptors yeah, win a championship. No, you're right. Can he <laughs> right? skate? He's got all summer to learn. <laughs> <laughs> One summer. Come on. Right? <laughs> Bring Kawhi back to the six. Hey, listen, man, world-class athletes are world-class athletes. They they always, uh, they'll always rise. And uh, But I don't know if you, if you could take somebody who's never skated before and turn them into an NHL caliber hockey player in the summer. Not with that attitude. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Toronto mayoral candidate debate went on at the uh, food bank last night. And uh, Kevin Clark. Now, if you don't know who Kevin Clark is, I used to see Kevin Clark in my neighborhood all the time. He used to be shirtless with a cape and rollerblades. And he just oh. and he was he would yell at you on the street. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the Kevin Clark. I knew super nice guy. Always had time for Kevin Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would write in chalk on the sidewalk. Kevin Clark for mayor or Kevin Clark for city council or Kevin Clark for this because mm-hmm. he's always running. And anytime there's an election in the city, he is running for it mm-hmm. uh, but he's actually turned into over the years like quite the activist and everything else and uh, last night at the debate um, he showed up I guess because he wasn't invited uh-huh. okay. so he showed up and like caused a ruckus and they started dragging him off stage no. and then the, all the other candidates were there on the stage and they had like this big giant black curtain behind them and stuff and then he's behind the curtain <laughs> like pulling it down yeah. and everything oh man it was a whole schlamaz taking the curtain oh, with me listen to this <laughs> thank you uh, excuse me now, you will Sir? not fix an election if you don't put your hands on me. That is assault. You will not threaten to shoot and watch this. Look at this. Get, get your hands on me. Why is he so I close? This is our place. Oh, my God. Please. Okay. Wait, and you can hear him start to pull down the backdrop. 
There it goes. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What so, happened after that? They're I don't like, know. I think over they you, just, Olivia Chow? What yeah, do you say? I think they just dragged them off and stuff like that. But, uh, don't put your hands on me. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jamie Foxx continues to receive medical treatment uh, after his, quote, serious health scare last month uh, when he was down in Atlanta shooting. Uh, but now he is in Chicago and has actually been there for quite a while. So TMZ reports oh. that while they don't know exactly what happened to Jamie or why he's there, they know the facility that he is at specializes in stroke recovery, traumatic brain injury rehab, spinal cord injury rehab, and cancer rehabilitation. Wow. Uh, one source uh, says that uh, Jamie Foxx arrived at the, the, the facility in late April after Whoa. initially getting treatment at the hospital in Atlanta where he was transported from set uh sources connected to jamie's uh tell tmz that he is quote recovering well this all went down april 12th uh, when he had the medical complication a lot of people at the time had suspected that it was a stroke and this would make sense if this is the facility that he is at which is crazy to think about Mm -hmm. a lot of rumors about superman legacy like a lot of rumors. So the big story yesterday, three big names. So they were talking about David Cornswet uh, as um, possibly in the running to play Clark Kent slash Superman. Rachel Brosnahan, a.k.a. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, uh, to play Lois Lane. And uh, Nicholas Holt oh. uh, is in the running to uh, play Lex Luthor. Although another report wow. says that he's actually not in the running to play Lex Luthor, but he is auditioning for... Um, Superman. So it's uh, it's the mm. two of them. I think the other guy that you mentioned, because I Googled yeah, him yesterday. David Cornswet. Yeah, he right? looks way more. He looks just like Superman. Like Superman, yeah. Um, and uh, so... James Gunn was on Twitter yesterday and he goes, for all you asking, I would never comment on who is or who isn't auditioning for a role. That's the actor's business only and isn't something I'd make public unless they did it first or after the fact. For now, only one person has been cast in Superman Legacy and it isn't any of the regular players in the Superman world. So they Mm. haven't officially cast anyone yet. And... um, if you listen, there was an old interview that uh, he had done, not that old, but like James Gunn talking about his vision for Superman because he wants to go much younger yeah, and he wants to sort of recapture what Christopher Reeves captured in those old movies from the 70s and 80s. So here is uh, James Gunn. Did exactly what we're doing now. They're going through tons and tons of actors to see who captures that spirit. The thing they don't talk about much when they talk about Christopher Reeves, they talk about his pureness, his hope, his goodness. They talk about, you know, the way that he... He plays Clark as being so different from the way he plays Superman and how he can turn that on in an instant. But there's this playfulness about Superman. This When he's saving a cat, he's got that wry smile. Bye, Frisky. Long now. And that is one of the best parts of the movie is the playfulness of Superman. He enjoys what he's doing. He likes helping human beings and he likes... And uh, Rachel Brosnahan was on The View yesterday. I think you have that clip there. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan was on The View yesterday. And um, and being in the running and having this be like the big story that you get to be possibly Lois Lane came up. And here's what she had to say. Some news broke over the weekend that's also exciting, that you are one of the front runners to play Lois Lane oh. in oh, the upcoming reboot of Superman Legacy. So... Um, I know you can't confirm or deny, but congratulations. Sure, you can. Just really talk. But um, how would it be to play that part for you? 
I mean, look, it, take everything you read on the internet with a grain of salt <laughs> is my first piece of advice. But look, I, it would be... It would be extraordinary. I, I grew up yeah. watching Lois Lane, this incredibly talented journalist who is far from a damsel in distress. Yes. And I, I would jump at the chance if it arose. I wonder if they're going to do similar to what they did with the Christopher Reeve Superman and mm-hmm. have two characters, hire two actors to play Clark Kent to show the early days, like the, the kind of teenage days of Clark Kent. In high school, um, leading I, up to becoming an adult? I don't think they're or doing an origin story. They're not I that, think right? that it starts in Metropolis. Mm. Uh, apparently, Rachel Brosnahan, uh, according to Variety, had a, quote, outstanding audition, but at 32 years old, maybe out of the age range oh, wow. that James Gunn is ultimately hoping to achieve. He was looking at uh, casting everybody sort of in their 20s. One of the names that was thrown out, mm-hmm. if it's not Rachel Brosnahan, was Emma McKay from Sex Education. Oh, Wow. Right? I can't see um, Rachel doing it because I'm sorry, her playing Lois Lane, you'll just hear Marvelous Miss Maisel when she speaks. I, I think that you may be you may be right about that. And it'll that. throw me off. You're not into Emma McKay, though, from Sex Education? Let me look her up. Shem? I gotta look her up. Really you know, she's the main girl with the nose ring from Sex Education. Oh, yeah, I like her a lot. She kind of looks like... um. Uh, what's Margot Robbie? A yes. little bit. Oh, a little bit. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. yes. I'm down with that. Yeah, I like right. that. If, if that's the way that they go, I'm totally cool. Uh, I didn't watch any of this Britney Spears documentary that Fox ran last night that TMZ oh, produced, but uh, I'm listening to some of the clips. Like, they really went in. So this is a documentary that centers post-Britney freedom. So the Free Britney mm-hmm. movement happened. The conservatorship was nixed. All the stuff with her dad is still being sorted out. Uh, Britney is apparently a free woman, but um, they go into a little bit of her relationship with her kids, which according to them is non-existent. Britney hasn't seen her sons, 17-year-old Sean Preston and 16-year-old Jaden, in well over a year. By the end of last summer, tensions between them had gotten so bad, the boys weren't even responding to her texts. And she was furious. Damn. Recently, there have been occasional texts between Brittany and her kids. So maybe the ice is thawing a bit. They love their mother. And they hope that the relationship will improve going forward so that everyone's comfortable. But, um... Right now, that is a dynamic that doesn't seem to be in existence. And her husband, Sam Asghari, came out yesterday with a a video just trying to debunk everything that was in here. But according to this documentary, uh, Brittany is living a life of isolation. Brittany lives in virtual isolation. Most of the time, she's at home by herself. The fact that she isolates is not a good thing for people with this kind of a condition. When you have a mental illness and you isolate yourself, either because you choose to or you have to, that's not good. It creates a place for you to only react with yourself. You are in your head all the time. Sometimes she'll sleep for days. One source called her a binge sleeper. She'll sleep for three days, and then she won't sleep at all for the next few. What? Days. Days. But, uh, I guess the, uh, the Britney fans aren't supporting this at all. 
I don't know. It just seems like now, like, I mean, I did, listen, nobody wants to, the, she's like a, a princess imprisoned by like some crazy king, right? Mm-hmm. Like nobody wanted that. But I, I think that to just sort of get rid of everything was the wrong move. Like she needs, whether she, she didn't need that kind of help, but she obviously needs assistance in mm-hmm. her life. And some sort of, you know, person, some sort of caretaker, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's she somebody. She, like, the, I know that everybody wanted her to be free, thinking that she was going to bust out and go and, you know, record an album and, mm. you know, be Live the old a, Britney back on tour. Yeah, a and, quote unquote, normal life. Yeah. But, you know, there was a reason that all of these, you know, people mm-hmm. were so involved. And, and I feel bad and for her, man. I do. I feel, I feel terrible for her. At 81 years old, Martha Stewart becomes the oldest Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover model. Ever. Usually I'm motivated by pay, but I, this time I was motivated by showing people that a woman my age can still look good, yes. feel good, be yes. good, blah, blah, blah. When I heard that I was going to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit, I thought, oh, well, that's pretty good. I'm going to be the oldest person, I think, ever on a, on a cover of Sports Illustrated. And I don't think about age very much, but I thought that oh. this is kind of historic and that I better look really good. It's so much fun. Ruben Afanador is the best. I want other women, especially women, to feel that they could also be on the cover of Sports Illustrated issue. Yes. Sham thoughts? You've seen it? Yo, have I seen it? Yeah. Sham, I'm... by the way, biggest crush on oh, Martha yeah. Stewart. Facts. What were your DMs like yesterday? Yo, yesterday I had multiple people send me this asking me, well, saying that when they first saw it, they first thought of me. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's my legacy. That's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, Yo, she looks like a dime, doesn't she, though? Like a straight dime. <laughs> Even the Raz Mocha text line today, like as soon as we started the show, yeah. the first bunch of texts were, did Shem see the Martha Stewart photos? Look at her hair. I feel like she's looking at me. Look at her hair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she looks beautiful. She looks great. Hey, easy, you know? Yeah. Hey, come Girl. on now. Come on. What else are people saying in your DMs? Oh, just, oh, come yeah, on I can't repeat all that stuff, yeah. but oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Jeez. Yeah, well, Did congratulations, Martha? Martha. I may have. Yeah. How many times have you DM Martha Stewart? Twice. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> she responded zero times. <laughs> any, any, anything seen or no? No, 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 no. I'm like, I'm like, I'm in Just, that, uh, that, you know, that, those the, this, people. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, the request, stuff like that. I gotta that. get verified, uh, man. Yeah. If yeah, I had a blue check, I feel like Martha would reply to me. You think so, yeah, huh? Yeah, I feel like she would. Damn. Love you, Martha, if you're listening. Yeah. <sighs> she looks good, though. 81. Dynamite. Still crushing it. Controversy at the Jays game over the last couple of nights. So uh, last night, after the umpires uh, walked up to the mound where uh, Domingo Herman for the Yankees was pitching, they did a sticky check and he failed. What do you mean, sticky check? First of all, I didn't even know that that's what it was called. Secondly, somebody needs to do that to Maury every day. Because he would would fail every single time. Sticky check, greasy check, (laughs) all of it. So I guess they do a sticky check when they find out or they suspect a a pitcher has stuff on his hands that helps them, I don't know, throw the ball or get a better grip on the ball or something like that, right? Mm. And it's like some sort of substance. And uh, they turfed him out of the game because he failed the sticky check. Listen to this. Well, they have just thrown Domingo Herman out of the game. They checked his hand. All four umpires now talking with Aaron Boone. And Herman, who's been perfect through three, 
was just thrown out of the game for obviously something on his hand that they did not think was uh, was allowable. When he was coming out of the dugout, he was stopped by an umpire to check going into the game. Usually it's going out of the game. And they checked. All four umpires came and checked. And they ended up throwing him out. Yeah, sticky check, sticky check. And then the night before, <laughs> yeah, I know, also Aaron Judge cracked another one last night uh, and ruined it for the Jays. But the night before, Aaron Judge was uh, accused by the announcers of cheating by stealing signs. What is that? Where is he looking? Where is he looking? And he did it more than yeah, once. Yeah, yeah. it's really, really unusual. Just did it again. And he pummeled it. He hit it a country mile. For his second home run of the night. Uh-oh. And Aaron Judge is in two homers in a game. And once again, he's looking at something. And then the next move uh-huh. is that powerful swing. And he blasts one to center field. I've not seen that before with him. Uh-huh. First of all, I think stealing signs is not cheating. That's no, so no. stupid. It's, it's so stupid, the idea. So what? He picked up on something. So, so what they're saying is that the picture, the pitcher and the catcher, right? Um, they, you know how they do the things with their fingers between sure. the legs, right? Diddling, right? Or what do you call it? <laughs> I don't know what you call it. Diddling? Yeah. Something like that, yeah, right? That's right. right. Okay, term. so they they sit there and they diddle, right? And then <laughs> like the, the, the catcher diddles, right? And then the pitcher is like, yes or no. And yeah. then he diddles a little, uh-huh. and then they agree on it, right? They agree on the diddle. <laughs> they agree on the diddle. It's like the and, good diddle. And it's only nah, those guys so that know, and they're all secret about it, right? Right, yeah. But sometimes the other team knows what their diddles mean, sure. okay? <laughs> they figure it out. They, they crack the code. Yeah. And then so once they know what the other team's diddles are, they're accusing Aaron Judge of looking into his dugout where one of his own guys understands the diddling, and then he gives him a sign as far as what pitch he's going to get. So Another he knows, diddle, a New York diddle. Yeah, so he knows how to hit, yeah. and he crushed it. Oh, detective diddle over right? there. So that, yeah, so, but for know, me, stealing signs is not cheating. How different is that from, from watching footage and studying a team and maybe studying diddles? I don't know. There's like so much. It's a gentleman's. Ooh. I don't know, man. A like, gentleman's rule? I guess. It's not cheating, stealing it, a sign. You know what? Now I think about it, Make it kind of is. It kind of is cheating. Because, how? If the, because if you're letting the batter know what pitch to expect, it lets them prepare. Then hide your diddle. Then. Listen, man. Well, some but, diddles can't be hidden. But the whole thing is that his job is to hit the pitch. Yes, but but right. But yes. if he knows ahead of time what diddle is coming his way, then do better. Well, well again, but that's still cheating, though. How is that cheating? Because not if cheating. you know what's coming, if you can anticipate what's coming, yeah, right. But, but that's giving him a, 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 a you know an advantage. But that's like studying a goalie and knowing that they're they're weak on the they're weak on the glove. Yeah, they do it, there too. No, no, no. But it's different because again, each pitch is different, right? Like if I if I know if I know that a fastball is coming, I can prepare for that as a batter. Okay, hold on here. So so let's say this, right? Let's say football, okay? Sure. And the team's in the huddle and they call the play, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody else hears the play. Yep. And then he goes back and tells the defensive line, hey, this is what they're going to do. Sure. Is that cheating? No. N- no, but, but again, football is different, though. But why? How well, is that different because, in any way? Because there are alternative plays to each play in football. So you can, you can try a, to anticipate. He, he's got a whole stack of pitches that he can throw. Right, but, but there's only one, one curveball or one nah, fastball, nah, right? Nah, that's not cheating, man. 
on, that man. ain't cheating. If you ain't cheating, you ain't winning. Can you cheat in golf? Yeah, I mean, you can kick it on the fairway a little bit when nobody's looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, everybody, Obviously. what's that in the other direction? Obviously, you never played with my old man. <laughs> That's another three for me. <laughs> man, golf is the only game where, like, your best friend in life and your father will lie to your face. <laughs> lie to your face. Yeah. Like, you your, your protector in life will look at you and go, no. That's a three. <laughs> See, they need diddling in golf. Right? I've been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, after 28 seasons of featuring young people looking for love, ABC has announced a Bachelor franchise for older people. Oh, there you go, Roz. The network has greenlit... The married. Thank, yeah, Jesus, man. In July. <laughs> the network Wait, has, has greenlit The oh, Golden Bachelor. Stop it. Which will feature a man and a group of women on the other side of 60 looking for love. The show will be part of ABC's uh, what they call Strike Proof Unscripted Schedule this fall, airing after Dancing with the Stars on Monday nights. Uh, according so to it's actually a, part of the Bachelor franchise? Yes, it's the Golden Bachelor. And uh, according to uh, a 2020 poll of Bachelor fans and viewers, mm. 40% of Bachelor Nation is older than 55 so this makes this perfect sense. This will be the sense. funniest what? show. Everyone's going to be eating early. It'll be very quiet. No, no, no. They're gonna, and they, the Variety, <laughs> when this was announced, Variety asked Martha Stewart if she would do it. So no. they said, yeah, they said uh, earlier today it was announced they're going to be doing the Golden Bachelor for older singles. Would you ever be in it? Martha's answer was, if I could see the men first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you the know Golden- she's going to be featured in you, at least one episode. You right? know that these are going to be like abnormally hot sixty year olds, right? Like this is going to be some retired army general with a six yeah. pack whose body never quit. Right, gray hair, solid mustache, good tan, and like all the women are gonna just—they're gonna look like Martha Stewart. Like they're all gonna be hot. So excited right now! (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, I had no idea that John Cena was (laughs) was in the new Barbie movie. What? Yeah. Hold on. Wait. The Barbie movie that's coming out, like yes. soon with Margot Robbie, yeah, because they've announced like because that cast Ryan is Gosling. giant, right? Yeah, oh. Issa Rae, yeah, Simu, Simu Liu, yeah. I'm like everybody is in this movie. Michael Sarah, yeah, <laughs> the stud. Uh, but John Cena does not play a Ken. But here is John Cena one talking about how it was a chance encounter with Margot Robbie that even wound up in the film. But he also tells you which character he will be playing. Oh, well, oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> you have too much John Cena over there. I have so many John Cena okay, things like, here. Can I just tell us? What I, okay, just for everybody listening, okay, I dread, dread, dread the days where I have like a John Cena Undertaker or The Rock story uh-huh. because Mocha then opens up his John Cena folder and yeah. everything that I need gets lost. Yeah. John Cena, oh my God. Okay, 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 okay. I did not know that you were in the new Barbie movie. So how did you get the role and, and tell uh, me? You know what? It was, it was honestly, it was a happy accident. And I think Barbie and Fast 10 share a lot of parallels. Their, their cast list is amazing. The yeah. Barbie cast is amazing. The Fast Fast 10 Castles is amazing. So with a lot of opportunity, uh, it was a chance for maybe to, hey, would you guys 
be willing to have me if I so, could do something. So know? what, you pitched yourself? Uh, kind of. You did? Kind oh, wow. of. In, in an accidental run-in with Margot Robbie, uh, I said I will pretty much do whatever you guys need because I really enjoy the... The movie, and and they asked me if I wanted to be a merman, and I said, "Yeah, a sure. merman." Yeah, sure. Oh, so merman. <laughs> oh my God, that's got yeah, it. That's kind of what I'm. That's me. I like it. So, is that been kind of your secret in Hollywood? Do you do you pitch yourself, or do you wait? No, that was a. I, I haven't worked with Margot before. That was we we mm-hmm. you know we literally randomly ran into each other as friends, okay. and uh, she was. Right. We, we were filming across the street. Fast Ten was filming across the street mm-hmm. from Barbie. And they said, why don't you do Barbie? I said, I've been trying. And Margot makes a lot of the decisions for that. And I said, well, I'll do whatever you yeah. need. Wow. Yeah, right? So he's playing a merman. <laughs> love it. Ah, I love that so The much. one and only. John Cena! Oh, my God! Yo, John Cena. <laughs> Hold uh, on. Can I just put one more John yeah, Cena please. thing? Yeah, please. Yeah, go for it. There's a video from like years and years and yeah. years ago of this kid. He's a super like John Cena fan. Yeah. But he also plays the recorder. Okay. And oh, he... <laughs> And he plays a John Cena theme song okay. on his recorder. Uh-huh. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> I'm John Cena! Uh, Jane Fonda claims that she went, went, once went skinny dipping with Michael Jackson. Listen to this. I saw Michael Jackson naked. Well, he came and visited me when we were shooting on Golden Pond, and I had a little cottage right on the lake, and it was a beautiful moonlit night. And um, You said let's skinny dip. No, he did. He did? Yeah. What? I think because he knew that he was going to die young and that I would talk about him. <laughs> <They're> naked. Wow. <laughs> he was skinny. <laughs> it's kind of a wild joke to make, huh? Yeah, they don't want to be Right? You know what she's been keeping she should be carrying on to that one for a while, right? He knew that he was gonna die young, so I would have a story to tell. Uh-huh. That's a real wild joke to make. By the way, that was nineteen it would have been nineteen eighty one that uh that they skinnied it because On Golden Pond came out in nineteen eighty two. Wow. That's crazy. You ever see On Golden Pond, Shem? Never. I have no idea what that is. It's a very I it's I don't even yeah. What's it about? Um, uh, on Golden Pond centers around um, uh, a retiree and his, uh, and his wife. They spend their summers at their New England vacation home on the shores of Golden Pond. Oh, um, and this year their adult da- daughter, who was Jane Fonda, uh, visits with her fiancé and teenage son. You never saw that, huh? Wow, it sounds <laughs> thrilling. Hold on. On their way to Europe, uh, after leaving, there's more. Yeah, Billy, their son, uh-huh. um, behind, uh, he forms a bond with the with the old man, and then uh, attempting to repair the long strained relationship that the um, that the mother and da- that the father and daughter have. On the trailer, That's great. Yeah. Universal Pictures proudly presents a very special motion picture. <laughs> Catherine Hepburn, Henry Fonda. Jane Fonda on Golden Pond. Listen, this Norman Thayer Jr. over on Golden Pond. Oh, Norman, it's so beautiful. Everything's just waking up. Ethel Thayer. Sound like I'm lifting, doesn't it? My, oh, my, you have on a tie. Yes, I know. I put it there. It looks sexy. Oh, my God. I hear you turned 80 today. That's you heard. It gets good. It gets good. It gets good. It's really old. You should meet my father. Hey. 
Oh, oh, this trailer's three minutes long. <laughs> Just so you know, in 1982, on Golden Pond, Academy Award for Best Actress, Academy Award for Best Writing, Golden Globe for Best Picture, Golden Globe for Best Screenplay, Writers Guild for Best Writing, Academy Award for Best Actor, Golden Globe for Best Actor, BAFTA Award for Best Actress, and National Board of Review Award for Best Film. It's about a family just <laughs> kicking just, out their cottages. They are, the yes. It's white people at the cottage. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Da, da, da. Uh, WWE yeah. legend, wrestling superstar, superstar Billy Graham passed away at the age of 79. R.I.P. And as we know, that's old for a wrestler. Mm-hmm. He was like, especially from back in the day where those guys were just all roided out and everything. So many roids. So many roids. You see the photos that people are showing of superstar Billy Graham. He sort of looked like Hulk Hogan before Hulk Hogan looked like Hulk Hogan. He was right? a prototype. Yeah, he was. Right? Yeah. Hogan, like the mustache and everything. Yeah. And the hair, like the, yeah. the bleach blonde hair, but like only long at the sides and bald all the way up. Is that why like Hulk Hogan's top? trending? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because a lot of people are like, this is. He was the like Billy Graham was the original Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and then Jesse Ventura also took from superstar Billy Graham. Yeah, uh, that's Scott yeah. Steiner. Yeah, R.I.P. Though. Yeah, what a legend. Seventy nine. Seventy nine. That's great. Though. It is. It is. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't see a lot, whole lot of pictures of him in his later years, but mm. he looked like he was doing okay because a lot of those guys just physically just fall apart, right? So according to Variety, Loki two will premiere October sixth, yes. while Echo will drop November twenty ninth. Mm-hmm. And oh uh, wait, October? Yeah, I know. It's summertime, man. And uh, if you're at all uh, wondering when the season two of And Just Like That will premiere. Yes. Uh, that is happening June 22nd. Oh, the trailer looks so good. That show was so bad, Maury. You are we the don't, only no, hold on, hold on, no, hold on. We don't have to agree on the same shows. I'm You're not the- saying that, but you just have to admit that you like bad television because the show was atrocious. No, I like television that you think is bad. No, I like bad television TV. that I like, think is th- good. Listen, we know we know when things we we have there has to be a pyramid of level to certain things, good and bad, right? Like you can do it with cars, you can do it with everything. Food, all of this stuff, right? So the same happens with television. And there's good TV and there's bad TV. People like good TV, people also like bad TV. And just like that is bad. It's an awful show. You just happen to like it. How did I, that show get greenlit for a second season? Because it's so good. <laughs> no, like, real talk, you are the only person that I know. No. Then they're making it for me. Yeah. They called me up and like said, okay. But can you not be, can you not be no. objective in any way when it comes to no, stuff No, I'm like asking this? a serious question. No. If, it's, if the show is that bad and nobody's talking about it, or at least I haven't seen anyone talking about it, how does that show get money put behind it to give it a second season? But like, There are people who like the show. Okay. Like there are, I mean, no, there there are people who loved the show. No. There, no. I'm objecting. There's there's, there's no. <laughs> nope. That's that is <laughs> not. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it, it, that is a true statement. You do objectify a lot. I love it, but man. Johnny Depp. I like. I get it. You won the court case, and you, you're doing a whole bunch of deals, and you're making money, and you're back, and you're at Cannes, and everything else. But the problem with Johnny Depp. Right. I mean, there's a lot of problems with Johnny Depp. But like the one problem with Johnny Depp is that he makes it so bloody difficult 
to not root for him or his comeback or whatever the hell you want to call it, mm-hmm. but to just even tolerate him. He is one of these people that every, he's so up his own ass, mm. so far up his own ass, every single thing that Johnny Depp says has to be to him the most brilliant way of saying it. So this is Johnny Depp at the Cannes Film Festival uh, where he was talking about whether he felt that he was boycotted by Hollywood. Did I feel boycotted by um, Hollywood? Well, I mean, you'd have to not have a pulse to feel at that point to to feel like, no, none of this is happening. It's... This is actually just a kind of a weird joke. You've been asleep for 35 years. Of course, you know, I mean, when you're asked to resign from a film you're doing because of something that is merely a bunch of kind of vowels and consonants floating in the air. Oh, God. um, Yeah, you feel a bit boycotted. Do I feel boycotted now? No, not at all. I don't feel boycotted by Hollywood because I don't think about it. Okay, you think that one's good. So there was, I guess, some people <sighs> who felt... You could have just said no, uh, Oh, you, you, you just wait. So I, I, some people were a little bit bent because Can invited Johnny Depp and they mm-hmm. felt that he shouldn't have been there in the first place. So this is Johnny Depp responding to that. What would you say to those who think you should not have been here at the festival? So um, we're talking theoretically about... Oh, God. What would I do if there were people who didn't want me to come to the Cannes Film Festival? What if one day they did not allow me, under no circumstances, no matter what, Mm -hmm. I cannot go to McDonald's for life? Because somewhere, if you got them all in one room, there'd be 39 angry people watching me eat a Big Mac on a loop <laughs> just for fun who are they why do they care some kind of some species some tower of mashed potatoes what covering the light of a computer screen anonymous with apparently a lot of spare time I don't think I'm the one who should be worried. What are you talking about, bro? That made no sense. Did he just say that to confuse everyone? I don't get it. Have you ever heard anybody up their own ass as far as Johnny Depp is? Yeah. I checked. McDonald's has not tweeted anything. (laughs) That's a man of potato. (laughs) Johnny Depp. Vowels and consonants and floating to the air and... Mashed potatoes and the glow of a computer screen. He lost after he started talking about computer screen. He lost me, bro. Did you see everyone tweeting pictures of his teeth? Yeah, I saw that no, too. People to like Johnny, oh, te- Johnny Depp's teeth are like literally rotten. So they took a picture of him on the red carpet and they just kept zooming in and farther and farther and farther on his mouth. Johnny and his teeth aren't in Depp. good shape. I think he just smokes a lot of unfiltered cigarettes and his life has Oof. just been that way for the last uh, forty years. Teeth. Vowels and consonants oh, yeah. just floating to the Yo, air. Yo, that's like for real, like 
Captain Jack Sparrow he, teeth. He does. His teeth are worse than Captain Jack Sparrow yeah. teeth. The fake teeth they put in his mouth to be Captain Jack Sparrow are better than those teeth. <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Uh, Vanderpump Rules. I've never seen a frame of this show, but it is all anybody's talking about today because there was a scandal that like sort of spilled out of the reality TV world and into real life, and it was crazy. People who've never seen this show were talking about this show. So Tom Sandoval, who's one of the guys on the show, um, had an uh, affair with a girl named Raquel, um, but he was with his girlfriend, Ariana, for like nine years. And all of this happened in real life, but it hadn't aired on the show yet, mm-hmm. right? So they frantically put together this whole show. And even now, producers are like, they're taking their time to figure out like, casting casting decisions for the show moving mm-hmm. forward, right? Because all this blew up in March. Yes. In real life. In real life. So it Ooh. aired, it, it all played out last night. So the, the first one I want to play for you is uh, Tom... Uh, going to, I guess, seek some sort of guidance from Lisa Vanderpump uh, dealing with the fallout from the affair with Raquel. And he just has this meltdown. <laughs> I didn't want to hurt her. And Ariana has a hard time with trusting people. And I didn't... Well, what's she going to have now? I mean, this isn't a trusting place when you're sleeping with one of her best friends. I know. I know. Me and Raquel had every intention of telling Ariana before the reunion. There's no way we could feel like a human being, either one of us, to have Ariana defending Raquel and me. I've been very conflicted about being honest about details because I think about it hurting Ariana more. I don't know if I'll ever get that chance, which kills me. always protect each other and for all the things that we've been through for that to be the last conversation we have is really hard for me to handle oh, God. okay you have to God. you have to oh, God. you have to oh, God. You have to stop. It's going to get better from here on. It's going to get better from here on. It's been all too much. Okay. Okay. Pull yourself together, man. Uh, Okay. So, do you want to hear the actual like breakup? So, so this is so this is a conversation that went down between Tom and Ariana. I guess when she found out about the affair and she confronted him and they're breaking up. Now, normally on these reality shows, they seem super fake, and uh, this. There was a little, like, a tinge of stagedness to it, but I, I think that that's just, you know, contracts and everything else. But it seems like a pretty real breakup to me. That she's continued to smile in my face while also smiling on FaceTime with you is one of the most god awful, disgusting things I've ever heard of. Why don't you be sorry you ever did it? Oh, it's your face, Tom. I regret every moment that I stood up for you, defended you, supported you. Talk to him. You're worth nothing. And I want you to feel that deep in your soul. I want you to hear those words coming from the mouth of the woman that stood by you and loved you and was ready to build the rest of my life around you. Hear my words and know that that's how I feel about you. Nine years. You screwed it up, Tom. I regret ever loving you. Oh! You talked to him, Ariana! Any last words before we never speak again? Oh, in your face, Tom! I never thought this would happen. 
Uh-huh. Well, maybe you shouldn't have done it. I thought we'd be together forever. Yeah, well. I would have followed you anywhere. I would have changed any part of whatever you were happy with. I was 100% committed to you as of literally two days ago. is reality television. <laughs> yeah, I, same thing. Like, fools. I oh have never watched God. an episode of no, Vanderpump Rules. I've never Rules. seen it. I'm fascinated by it, though. But Fascinating. Since this story broke in March, I have been following along and invested yeah. in these three people, Tom, Ariana, and Raquel. That oh. one line, though, anything you want to say before we never speak again? Oh, my God. I, I don't know what's worse, that one or the I regret ever I loving you. you. Oh. That's some, like, Ooh. that cuts deep, huh? Facts. Oh, my God. <laughs> so good. I don't even know who any of these people. I couldn't pick. No. If you put the pictures of those two, of the two women in front of me, I couldn't tell you which one is Raquel and which one's Ariana. But I am so invested in their lives and this breakup. It's oh, oh it's been my nuts, dude. God. It's been nuts. I need to take. I'm going to start hyperventilating like Tom. I don't even know the man's last name. What's his last name? Sandoval. Thank Sandoval. you, Sandoval. <laughs> He's in like a rock band and stuff like that. I see him on uh -huh. social media like singing cover songs, right? He owns mm -hmm. like a bar or something like that. I don't even know what this show is about. But what that's is this how show about? It's, about? it's her business, right? Like Vanderpump's business. Like oh, her. She has like wine and stuff. I got you. Um, he was performing with his band on stage. Yeah. And then his phone fell out of his pocket. And Ariana picked up the phone and saw an inappropriate message from Raquel. And that's how oh, she found is out. that how? That's why you don't cheating. have that stuff show up on the home screen. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> or you just don't cheat. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.